Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Summer Heat Wave presented by Brodo Fantasy. This is where we take a look at all 32 teams in the NFL during the month of August. Before we begin, patreon.com slash Fantasy is the website if you want to support the show. Some extras you can get on Patreon. You get an extra waiver wire show every single week. Access to the Brodo Leagues. Does your league suck? Well, this definitely will not. You will be in a league with other Brodo community members. You get access to the Discord so you can talk your stuff with them. Also, there's a tier where we will follow you on Twitter so you can DM us so the rest of your league can't see the advice we're giving you. Please visit BrotoFantasy.com. That is a one-stop shop for everything Brodo Fantasy. It features our exclusive stat, true throw value and true target value, plus rankings from fantasy pro experts Michael, Jason, and Tim Petrop. Waiver wires, start sit advice, everything you need is at brotofantasy.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter for up to the minute TD updates on game day and up to the minute start sit decisions. And of course, youtube.com slash brotofantasy to see our lovely faces. So without any further ado, let's get it started. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. Armichi, we are back with the summer heat wave, and we are coming to you from Tampa Bay with the Buccaneers. Um, Let's start right away, right off the bat, with the offensive outlook. New head coach Bruce Arians and new offensive coordinator Byron Lefwich, who is a Bruce Arians disciple, are now down in Tampa Bay. They like to throw downfield. They utilize a slot receiver. They use running backs in the packaging game. They're quarterback gurus. They are a basically run down the field offense so let's get it started right away with the guy who can benefit most from this quarterback famous Jameis Winston the question is simple do you trust Jameis and how much does the uh, hiring of Bruce Arians affect how you look at Jameis this season I mean the hiring of Bruce Arians is everything for Jameis Winston basically I mean I have him as my QB 11 there's a few quarterbacks that I prefer just based off safety and upside well, not technically upside, because Jameis Winston's upside is huge with the Bruce Arians offense. If he's able to keep the turnovers down, which has always been his Achilles heel, he could have a huge season just because they don't have a real running game either. Like, they, yes, they have Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones. I don't think those guys are going to be outstanding by any means. So he could have a huge season. Mike Evans is an absolute stud. Chris Godwin is going to take a step up in his third year. Justin Watson, O.J. Howard, the weapons are endless. So if he picks up the Bruce Arians offense quickly and cuts down the turnovers, he could have a huge season. Jason? Tampa Bay defense is awful. Uh, They don't really have a running game, as Michael said. Todd Bowles there now, though, a good defensive mind. Fine. The the former Jets is there. Uh, He might lead the league in pass attempts. So that's someone you want on your team. I have him as a back-end QB1. Um, Let's go to his wide receiver weapons then. Mike Evans is the type of guy where – um, if he has another year like last year and he could string that together, he's got to be put in that top five combo. Um, disappointing seasons in 17 and 15, so he does have that trend of every other year. So that does mean possible bad year this year. But at the same time, 17.7 yards per catch with a 6.5 frame and speed sounds like the perfect storm for Bruce but Arians' offense. Even those games, even those years, though, where he disappointed, quote-unquote, he was still very playable. Yeah, he was like still he decent. has not had a season under 1,000 yards. Like 1,005 he was. Yeah, five seasons, he averages 1,208. 
That's studly stuff. That Twelve hundred and eight first five years in of his career. The fact that Arians is there and he spreads the ball around more and he likes throwing to his slot. Some people think that's a negative for Mike Evans. I don't. Bruce Arians is also a great offensive mind. He's gonna see Mike Evans and know let's get our biggest, baddest receiver of the ball. And he's gonna get the ball. So I'm not worried about that at all. I think Mike Evans is a great low uh back end second round. Early third round if he falls there, option at wide receiver. I want to talk about Chris Godwin, who's likely going to be going out of the slot. Because Ooh. Bruce Arians is known for loving his slot receivers. And this couldn't be a better setup for Chris Godwin. If you look at Bruce Arians' time with the Steelers, Heinz Ward was killing it out of the slot with him. And then he went. And then you got to remember Fitz, of course, in the slot, absolutely yep. killing it. But in 2012, for a short time, he was with the Colts. One coach of the year. That was seven years ago, guys. But That's anyway, crazy. he had Reggie Wayne, T.Y. Hilton. You know who slot receiver was? Donnie Avery. Yeah, and that's that's a team that historically does not use slot receivers. Donnie Avery put up 67-81 in three. 60 catches, 781. Yeah. I thought you said 67 catches for 60 81 catches, yards. 781 yards. Imagine 67 touchdowns. catches for 81 yards. I have not <laughs> heard the name Donnie Avery. What's Donnie Avery putting up those numbers with Reggie Wayne and T.Y. Hilton on the outside? Chris Godwin, the sky's the limit, my dog. I want Chris yeah. Godwin on every team that I Bruce have. Bruce Arians already said that he could. He does. He's not restricted to the slot either. Like he said, he has the ability to be on the field for a hundred percent of the snaps. I, I mean, Bruce Arians also has, has the a, ability. Right. He, Bruce Arians also has has the, has the ability to stretch the truth. Sometimes I will say Campbell's that. Um, soup. Anyone else from this wide receiver core that you want to talk about? I think Bashad Perriman's interesting. Maybe. No, if you're going to talk yeah. about a third receiver, it's Justin yeah, it's, Watson. It's going to be Watson, but I yeah. mean, I think Prashad. No, Perriman's if you can talk about third receiver, it's OJ Howard. So let's go to tight ends. All right, let's Ooh. let's let's go to tight ends. <laughs> OJ Howard, listen, dominant when healthy. I think he's top of that second tier of tight ends. Like once you get by uh, Ertz, uh, Kelsey, even Kittle, I think after that is when you start starting to look at OJ Howard. Yeah, OJ Howard is my tight end four. He has. Game-changing pass-catching ability as a tight end. Last season, 10 games, 34 receptions, 565 yards, and 5 touchdowns. That's a pace for roughly 900 yards and 8 touchdowns in 16 games. He was the number one overall tight end in yards per reception and yards per target at 16.6 and 11.8, respectively. It's all about health for O.J. Howard. That's what scares me. Have I drafted O.J. Howard in drafts yet? No. When it's my turn to pick in the fourth, fifth round, and he's there, the injury risk just scares me a little too much, and I like other options. If you do take Howard, you're getting some massive upside. Yeah, And massive. if he stays healthy, it could be a great pick. I'm just a little scared of the injury risk. I don't know about taking a tight end in the fourth, fifth round if you're not getting one of the big three. But there's a lot to like, man. If you look at um, the amount of routes he ran last season, Graham Barfield, Noted that 46% of his routes came from the slot or out wide. Mm. So he lined up as a receiver 46% of the time. That's fucking sexy. So if you want to use the Bruce Arians doesn't use tight ends argument, suck on that. (laughs) Because half the time last season, he was lined up otherwise. And again. That's an interesting fact for David Njoku. Because now now the offensive coordinator, um, Tom Motkin, is in Cleveland. I don't know. I like Higgins. I think he's a good third. Yeah, Higgins is gonna kill it as a third wide receiver. There's uh, they say that uh, Antonio Callaway is out of shape. All right, let's talk. Well, let's let's keep it focused on. Also, the Bucks. OJ Howard, <laughs> eleven and a half career yards per target, highest ever yeah. for a tight end. Again, 
Like nice I said ever. before, even if he doesn't throw to his tight ends traditionally, Bruce Arians is going to get the ball to his best players. Uh, Cameron Brait, any legs of the fact that Brait's James's favorite target in the history of life? In the red zone, he is, and, and that's going to suck a little bit if you have O.J. Howard. That's why I'm also a little hesitant to take nah, him. Last season, Brait was a bum. Yeah, but you don't see Brait potentially seeing a few touchdowns? Year. No, Brait didn't do anything last season. He was season. hurt. He caught some touchdowns. He had like two touchdowns. When he, was he also game, dropped he... some touchdowns. Yeah. You can't act like he's not a red zone threat. Yeah, he is. He is. I don't see it. Not this year. I mean, that's a good point. He's coming off an injury. That's for sure. I'll bet you um, if Howard stays healthy, Brait doesn't reach three touchdowns. All your bets favor you. Yeah, How well, by, by giant margins. How is three? You guys were just saying he's a red zone threat and three touchdowns just something to me. know. Dude, if he scores three touchdowns but O.J. Howard scores six, that's a big deal. Here, I'll take that bet yeah. if you. I'll take that bet without the caveat of O.J. Howard being hurt. I'll then take I, that I'll bet. I'll make it four. No. Nah, three. What are you doing? Make three a bet, period. bro. This Cameron Bray, three Shake touchdowns. There you go. Let's get it. Cameron Bray, three I gotta, touchdowns. I you want to write this? down? I haven't written Come on, down, Jason, I haven't I haven't written written down the bets because... My phone's over there. We're on camera the cam. You know, you gotta write down the bets. What you are you doing? I gotta write down the bets. There's another bet that I gotta remember. You gotta re-listen. We now. did. Yeah. Don't worry. He will. <laughs> Running backs. It's it's the great debate of fantasy. Not really. Um, Ronald Jones versus Peyton Barber. Listen, it's the unknown potential versus the mediocre workhorse. When you look at the stats. For all running backs, if you look up at attempts and t- and uh, you know rushes and top, Peyton Barber's in all of the in all of the stats that chance to succeed stats. He's in none of the top leaderboards of actual production. So I think that gives you a little hint of who Peyton Barber is. He's trash. So I don't know how people but, are going to the season saying this, but you know he's going to get work. I don't know. I don't. But any team on that, any back on that team could beat him out. But, 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 they did not bring in true any running backs. Yes, as as of this taping. Well, yeah, no one's expecting Tampa Bay to sign more running backs. Things could happen in a week. Maybe trade for Shady. Maybe Melgo. Ho, ho, ho. That would be nuts. Look, yo, Melgo with the Bucks. We'd have to reshoot this whole video if Melgo goes to the Bucks. (laughs) That would be insane. Well, look, Peyton Barber. All right, as bad as he was, Bruce Arians uses his running backs. David Johnson in 2016, we saw how ridiculously great he was. In 2017, with AP and uh, Andre Ellington, he had over 100 yards a game coming out of that backfield. So if Barber is the main guy there, and Rojo last year was so ridiculously bad. Yeah, he was really bad. He had 44 rushing yards, 33 receiving yards, two (laughs) drops with seven receptions, one touchdown. I said from the beginning... Of the offseason, when Ronald Jones was a fifth-round pick, if you draft Ronald Jones, you're losing your league. I said it repeatedly. And people were taking Ronald Jones in the fifth round. They lost their league. Yuck. But this season, as of now, while they're the only two backs, why not take one of them in the 11th round? Yeah, Ronald Jones just went in, like, the ninth round. Which one, you, which one are you going to take your chance on if you had to? If you had to have one of these guys on your team, which one are you picking? I'm taking Barber. Rojo. I do not believe in Rojo, Rojo at all. I'm I don't believe in Rojo. Rojo at all, but we know. We know Peyton Barber sucks. Barber sucks. But yeah. we at least we know that Peyton Barber is going to grind. You know, like oh, the grinder grind mentality. 80 yards and no touchdowns. He's not going to fumble. Week. You don't want to start that. He's going to at least be decent. No. I mean, we have different definitions of decent, I think. Um, who's your one injury away? I mean, I'll probably have Peyton Barber somewhere, though. So, Jason, who's your one injury away? Barber Jones, dog. If one of them gets injured, then you got to believe. Yeah, because then it leaves. Or even Bruce Anderson. 
keep that guy in the back of your mind. Uh, yeah, whoever's the lead dog in a Bruce Arians offense, it's a nice role to have. I'm going Cameron Brait because Jameis loves throwing to him, and if O.J. Howard Yucky. gets hurt again, he's going to be an option. Whether, we did forget to mention that. Whether Michael that. likes him or not. Not even that Jameis likes throwing to Brait. Jameis Winston is just best when throwing to tight ends. He love, and he loves throwing particularly to Cameron Brait. Yeah, he's been better in the middle of the field compared in his career than throwing outside the numbers. Um, Michael, where can they find you? Mike underscore Patrop. Jason. Jason Patrop. At Tim Patrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. Also, for extras, including a waiver show, including uh, private DM'd advice to you about your league, access to Discord, access to Brodo Leagues, a chance to play with us in a Brodo League, and much, much more, please go to patreon.com slash Fantasy And please, you know, just give us whatever you can. We appreciate it. We're trying to make this an independent thing so every single dollar counts. Also, um, check us out, brotofantasy.com, for everything that includes the podcast, the videos, true throw values, our rankings, our waiver rankings, um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Articles that we're writing as well. Michael just came out with a great article about Sony Michelle. And we could f- you could find us everywhere that is Brodo Fantasy. Google Brodo Fantasy. We'll be there. We'll see you next time. Later. Later.